There are two things in life that we must all accept, birth and death. These two make a life complete. We are here because we have been born. We won't be here, at least not in the form that we exist in right now at this very moment in time when we die. Birth and death are the absolute truths in our personal experience of the human form. From the point of birth, the clock starts ticking. We get closer to our expiration date for our journey in flesh and blood. Where we go beyond that is not known. People have different beliefs depending on their faith or lack thereof. Some believe in heaven and hell and that we are judged by our actions and assigned a destination. Others believe in the cycle of birth and that beyond this life, this human form, our soul would reincarnate into something else. Some believe that we simply cease to be, either in body or soul, and that there is nothing beyond our human experience and that it is simply an end, a full stop. I have my own beliefs and these beliefs guide my actions. These beliefs guide how I lead my life. We all have our own beliefs. At a time when the world is fighting a global pandemic that has claimed many lives, more than ever people are faced with the realities of birth and death. Those being born are entering the world that is fighting death or fighting the fear of death. And then there are those who have lost or are losing their lives as a result of the pandemic. As much as we celebrate birth, we are constantly affected by death. Death of friends, family members, neighbors, associates, and also people who we have not met or seen but know about, have heard of, or have seen on TV, whose books we have read, whose words we have heard, whose songs we have enjoyed. Death is a transformation. It transforms more than one person. A death of a person affects the lives of those connected to the deceased individual. In my life, I have seen how a death changes lives of people who are living. And I'll talk about that in just a second. After we are born, I think we really don't understand what death is until we are directly affected by it. I was affected for the first time in my life when my maternal grandfather passed away. I was old enough to remember how it felt. It was linear. A person had died and it meant that I could not communicate with him anymore. No matter if you cried or prayed, the person who leaves doesn't come back. 
As a young boy, that's how I first understood what it means when someone dies. When my grandfather passed away, I knew that I would never be able to sit down at the dinner table with him again or observe him working in his home office or watch him pray. I'd never be able to ask him a question because there would be no answer. Death is a mystery. It seizes all earthly communications. We do not know what it is, but we see and feel how it affects us when we lose a loved one. We cry for the loved ones that we lose, shed tears, look at their photographs, relive memories of times when they were alive and much more. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. Number four, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. But it's not just the death of our loved ones. I remember going to a visitation for an emergency responder who had died unexpectedly in an accident. I never met him when he was alive, never spoke with him. I knew nothing about his life until after his death, when there were news about how he had died in the papers. I attended the visitation, which brought together an entire community, and I cried after that. After many years, I cried, and that also for someone who I had never known I had never met when he was alive. That's how we are affected by the deaths of even those who we may never have known or met. It is the loss of a human being that can make us feel strong emotions, that can make us feel a great sense of loss within us, even if we did not know that person. We are, after all, made by the same Creator. St. Augustine said, It is only in the face of death that a man's true self is born. Unless we understand how finite our human life is, and recognize and accept the fact that our journey in the human form someday will come to an end, we won't be able to understand how precious our time on earth is. We must understand our limitations, the limitations of time and place, to fully live our life.
The pandemic has forced many people to stay apart from others, all for the sake of preserving life. But this pandemic has, has also brought people together by making them realize how difficult it is to stay away from our friends and loved ones, how difficult it is to always be conscious about the distance between us and our neighbors, how difficult it is to constantly mentally measure the distance between people we associate with every day. The forced distancing has made people closer to each other in spirit. Question for listeners. Do you know what a near-death experience is? Send me a message to let me know. I'll explain here as much as I understand what it is. I do not understand it fully. I do not think anyone does. There are many people who have been through what is often called a near-death experience. I think it's best explained with an example. When I was a small child, I had many episodes of illnesses. But there was this one time when I became extremely ill. Our family doctor came home to treat me. I had severe breathing problems due to being sick. My breathing difficulty reached a point when I turned blue. I couldn't get any air. I was not conscious. The doctor had just given me life-saving treatment but didn't know if I would make it. At one point he was checking my pulse and shook his head, which indicated that he couldn't find any, or perhaps that it was extremely faint. Well, I won't go into details here, but you can imagine what my my parents and my family members in the room were going through. It appeared for a while that I may not make it, but then I did come back. Perhaps it was the treatment or something else that brought me back. I am a believer in God, so I would say that it was God's endless grace. I had mentioned that this happened when I was a very young child. I do not remember this, I heard it later on. But for a lot of people, these near-death experiences happen when they are fully grown adults and those individuals may actually have a better recollection of events before and after the the near-death experience. It is believed by some people that a near-death experience fundamentally changes the person going through that experience. A man with a near-death experience after having a car accident may end up recalculating his life, reassessing his priorities, have a complete change of lifestyle or undergo a complete transformation of one's personality. A near-death experience changes a person permanently. In a way, he or she becomes a completely different individual or starts seeing the world differently. It's like a rebirth, for the lack of a better word. My experience, however, was in my childhood and therefore the transformation in my case probably was not noticeable. I do not remember it. I was a small child. 
In any case, an extremely close encounter with death might lead to a person having a major transformation. As I said before, St. Augustine said, it is only in the face of death that a man's true self is born. I am guessing there are people out there who, during this pandemic, went through a near-death experience. Think about people in intensive care units or on ventilators. If a doctor gives up hope, but then the patient miraculously survives and comes back to life, that would be a perfect example of a near-death experience, a miracle. The reason I am saying all this is because I want people to accept that no matter what happens with the pandemic, we must never give up hope. We must not try to escape death, but we have to accept the reality and still continue moving forward with courage and strength. The pandemic is testing us to see how much pain we can endure. We are in pain. We have lost someone during the pandemic, or we have seen a close person suffer. Or we know someone who has lost someone or has seen or known about someone's pain and suffering during this COVID-19 pandemic. It's not over yet and we don't know when this pandemic will be over. I lost someone just a few days ago. My aunt, my mom's elder sister, passed away. She tested positive for COVID-19. My aunt was on life support in Dhaka, Bangladesh. We hoped and prayed that she would come back and make a complete recovery, but she did not. It's God's will and we must accept it. The ancient philosopher Heraclitus said, Death is all things we see awake. All we see asleep is sleep. Death is all things we see awake. All we see asleep is sleep. No one can escape death. How we deal with it, what we learn from it, how that changes, the things we do in life are what matter. Our time on earth is finite. What we do from the point of birth to the moment of death is what matters. This pandemic may be over at some point, hopefully sooner rather than later, but the core realities of life will remain. There are way too many conflicts on earth. Differences of opinions, fights, the urge to be in the lead, however it may be defined. But in our journey of life, are we learning who we are? Once again, Heraclitus, the ancient philosopher, said, I went in search of myself. We must know who we are, our purpose in life, and how we can contribute to making this world a better place for however much time we may spend here. 
There is no way to deal with the pain and suffering and loss except to try to invest one's time and energy into improving the conditions of those around us, those still living. One can sit and grieve and that's understandable and we all do that. But then we must get up, get going and start helping those in need. People don't always need help in the form of money or food, but sometimes a smile or a few encouraging words are all that's needed. We are never 100% self-sufficient. We all rely on each other. As much as we are on the receiving end, we also have the ability to give. So let's do what we can to ease the pain and sorrow of our fellow human beings or give them a helping hand or, or take care of the less fortunate. Let us not allow this fear of death and loss to slow us down, but use that as a reason to work vigorously to make the best use of each and every moment to be a resource for others. I read once in a book some words that stayed with me since then. Written by Norman McLean, the words are, Eventually all things merge into one and a river runs through it. Thank you all for listening.